Hello, this is Shelton Baumgartner, and I'm going to propose my personal way to fix Star, Star Wars franchise. So, to begin, let's, let's sort of uh, lay out the groundwork of where we are. The last two Star Wars films have been creatively, in my opinion, disasters. They were really bad. Now, they were not... The, the issue is that they, on a purely uh, uh, technical level, were excellent. They were excellent. They were, the, the directing was good. The, the acting was good. Uh, the, the, the special effects were good. Uh, you felt like you were watching a, a, just a movie, not unlike the, the first three sequels, which were kind of wooden and just bad. Meanwhile, <laughs> uh, and, I, and I, when I, when I, uh, Watched them initially. I was not particularly uh, displeased, uh, but I thought they, they, the second one especially had a bit like there was some strange aspects to it. But I didn't really didn't really uh, didn't really think that it was that bad. And then I just you know, given life, I noticed some uh, YouTube videos about of people who were complaining adamantly about how bad the, the second one was, second sequel, and uh, I I thought about it some and I'm, I'm working on a novel of, of my own and I and I uh, a story of my own and I and I spend pretty much all day long thinking about uh, stories and how to tell a good story and the, the nature and the needs of a storyteller in the context of telling a great story to an audience and uh, just today uh, I, I realized that yeah the 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 second uh, sequel was really bad. Uh, it was really, really bad. It was really, really, really bad. It was it it was so bad it it introduced some uh, existential threats to the Star Wars franchise. Now, uh, I will go. Let's back up a little bit and let's address the single fundamental existential problem with Star Wars. This is this is. Such a fundamental existential flaw and problem with Star Wars that it it really destroys it, it. It's to fix it would be it. I don't even know if you could. I mean, on a purely storytelling level, I don't know if you can even fix it. It's so it's so such a fundamental hardware problem with the story, and that story problem is that when George Lucas was developing. The Star Wars franchise. He had uh, initially had three people. There were three people in three main characters, uh, three young people in the story. There was the hero, uh, uh, Skywalker, Luke Skywalker. There was the princess who was who was sort of an avatar for a love interest. The princess who was literally the princess, and then there was the the scallywag, the the rake, the the bonvillant, the pirate, who was kind of reluctantly reluctant hero. Okay, so but what happened was okay that happens, and it's a humongous hit. It is a gigantic hit of epic proportions, humongous hit. Now they have a sequel, and it's really good. Empire Strikes Back. It's really, really, really good. But they introduced in in the in the desire to tell a great story, 
in the short term, they introduce a long-term ginormous structural flaw in the entire canon of Star Wars. And that is, they said that not only was the, the bad guy, Darth Vader, Luke's father, but that in a twist of fate, uh, Luke Skywalker has a twin sister, and that twin sister is the princess. Now, you may ask yourself, why is that a big problem? What, what, why is that such a big problem? Tell, you told it was a great reveal, told a great story, and so forth. The problem is, now we find ourselves, flash forward some time, and we have a problem, and that problem is that naturally, in the storytelling universe of, the, of, of, of trade, in the storytelling trade, you're going to have a couple. Like, you have a couple, that is... Han and Princess Leia, because that's been established that, that that there's some sexual tension between two. He when he goes into Carbonite, she says, "I love you." He says, "I know." Obviously, the there's the the audience wants them to have children, hook up and have children. That's pretty basic. But then the next step is Luke. Luke is all alone. We're so distracted by Luke's journey to avoid the dark side, to become a Jedi that we, on a strictly structural level, perhaps we're, it doesn't become obvious that we got a problem. And the problem is, what about Luke? Luke needs a girlfriend. Now, I propose that had they had some foresight, any foresight, the way you would have fixed the problem is to make Lando Carissian a woman. That would have fixed the problem of Star Wars fundamentally. If Lando Carissian had been a woman, we would not have, like, I, I would, that's like writing, that would be like easy money. That's free money. for That's a billion dollars right there for Disney. Easy money. Because what happens is, when you, 20 years after the sequels or whatever, and you want to, uh, you bought the franchise for a billion dollars, two billion dollars, and you want to make some money, what happens is you say, you start the film, the first scene of the, of the new series is a, uh, light-skinned African-American woman, young African, light-skinned African-American woman who matches approximately the age of of what you would imagine uh, the child of Luke Skywalker and the now woman, female, uh, Lando Carissian, would be. And ta-da! There you go. You got yourself a new franchise. Now, you can't do that. That's just not possible. So I'm saying the next best thing is Given the disaster on a storytelling level of what they did with the first, with those two sequels, you're going to have to just scrap it. You're going to have to. I, I think. I think uh, there's an existential crisis uh, with Star Wars that maybe it's going to take as much as a five years to a decade before they'll get around to doing it. But there will be a moment when there will be a crisis, when the crisis will come to a head, and the solution to the crisis. Is what I call Operation Panis, uh, Operation Placenta, code name Placenta, and what you do is you, uh, you uh, burn the village down to save it. You burn the edifice of George Lucas, the of George Lucas's universe down to save it. You burn it to the ground, and in the ashes you shift through and find a few things that have survived. And I would suggest. That the only way 
to save Star Wars is open the next or whatever, maybe it's going to five, five to ten years from now. You open, you open a Star Wars movie, and Ray is in carbonite. That's the and and the reason why I say that is because you, you not only do you say have Ray in carbonite with Bubba Fett popping up or uh, the Senate of Bubba Fett popping up, who's got the cool ship and all that kind of stuff. Uh, Ray in carbonite becomes the MacGuffin. And you have, and what you do is you you have a you have 20, 30, 40 years of 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 of, of Star Wars lore that you can pick from, and you just find a you find a popular minor character and start your you start from scratch. You say, okay, now we're gonna have the hero's journey of that person, and then that person finds Ray's body in carbonite, or somehow somehow because the whole Star Wars universe is contrived, it pops up somewhere. And the whole story, by the, and what happens is by the end of the uh, first act, you, you bring back Poe and whatever those other guys are, Kylo Ren, all those, all those people pop up again, but you have a new hero and a new journey for that hero. Uh, I think that would be the way to save Star Wars. Now, as I, I, admit, I did a video on Facebook, I posted it on my website, complainly.com, uh, but it's an hour long, much more rambling, and much more. This goes in directions, and perhaps a bit more not as interesting as this one. But uh, if you really want to see me think it out initially, that's where you would see it. But I would highly recommend uh, that that they burn to the ground. That's the only way to save Star Wars: burn it down and start all over again with a new main character. Anyway, thanks for listening. <laughs>